This is Aaron Ross, Southwest Regional Director of American Atheists, author of Foundational Falsehoods of Creationism, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. There's no expiation for the generations of misery and suffering that religion has inflicted in this way and continues to inflict, and I still haven't heard enough apology for it. Christopher, I've, I've got to call you down on refer, referring to circumcision as genital mutilation. My son cried more at his first haircut than he did at his bris. And statistically... He weren't doing it right then. <laughs> statistically, the, the only long-term effect that it seems to have on people is it increases their chances of winning a Nobel Prize. I can't, um, I can't find the... the um compulsory uh, mutilation of the genitals of children no subject for humor in that way, or flippancy in that way. Maimonides says very plainly that it's designed to repress uh, sexual pleasure, to deprive us, uh, a, ma a male child as far as possible of the opportunity of that. Uh, the full excision, um, uh, not just the snip or the, the full mandatory, mandatory covenant is fantastically painful. Uh, leads to trauma, um, leads to the dulling of the sexual uh, relationship, and uh, can be in itself life-threatening at that moment. We have the records, I can show them to you, of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds in the United States of boy babies who've died or, or had life-threatening infections as a result of this disgusting practice. That you, that a person as humane as yourself, can sit here and, be, and think of that as a fit subject for humor shows what I mean. Religion makes morally normal people say and do disgusting and wicked things. And you've just proved my point. Welcome to The Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, if this podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at thecA at rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore CA underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to CA. Today is Wednesday, November 6th, 2019. I am Michael. I'm Dean. We're alive. We're back. <laughs> It's been it's been a smidge. <laughs> it's been a smidge. Just before we hit the record button, I was saying, it's been three weeks. And he's like, yeah, fucker, it's been four. <laughs> God damn it. So, We're a day shy of four weeks. Yeah. Seven days since our last post. So, so episode 94. Episode 94. It's been a long time coming, but yeah. we're here. We're closing in. Um, I sent a message to uh, Tom and Cecil from Cognitive Dissonance. Okay. Asking them to come on. Okay, cool. I haven't heard anything back from them then. Yes, basically what they've what they've done is they've they've said on a number of occasions, like mm -hmm. basically, you know, we're happy to go on people's podcasts, you know, cross promote and stuff like that. Um, but you know, they don't want to go on to somebody, you know, doing their first podcast, you know, like put some time into it. Yeah. And so I said, you know, here's you know, here's some of the, the back stuff. I said, well, you know, I said I've mentioned you a lot. <laughs> um, and I've been a patron of theirs for years now. I really appreciate the uh, the work that they do. And uh, it was 96 episodes or sorry, 94 episodes. Not enough uh, of a. Oh, no. It's, uh, yeah. So basically what they said was, you know, we don't want to go on to somebody's first or second podcast, you know, but if you put some work into it and, you know, you're you're you know, you're doing, you know, 60, 70 
episodes. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I guess we quote unquote qualify now. So we'll wait and see what happens. But that could be fun yeah. for uh, for a centennial totally uh, episode to have them uh, them on. And uh, a couple of other quick updates. Um, the former Muslim couple mm-hmm. still working on schedules. Okay. Uh, to try to get them in studio. Yes. To do that. So that's still uh, hanging a little bit. And um, uh, what else? Um, there's a possibility. Something else I have to talk to you about off air mm-hmm. is going on. Are you familiar with James uh, Kunz from uh, Modern Day Debate? His YouTube channel? No. Okay. So he has a YouTube channel. And uh, he does uh, debates and stuff like that. And he's uh, he, James is a Christian. Mm-hmm. But... He is by far one of the most uh, fair and honest. So, like, the complete opposite of people like Ken Hovind and Ray yeah, Comfort yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and people like that. Uh, Christians, uh, I think I've ever come across. Uh, so much so that if you go back, and I, I would encourage everybody to go and, and uh, subscribe to Modern Day Debate. And you can look at some of the... So they've had... Like you know, Aaron Raw versus Kent Hovind, and they've had G Man on. They've had all these other different people, and really, really good uh, debates. And they'll do all kinds of different stuff on there. And one of the things that's really cool is it is James is so fair. Um, I've heard him during the streams, uh, basically. So you know, they'll have a Christian and a you know, or a believer and a non-believer, kind of going back and forth. And James will interrupt the the believer and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hang on a second. I want to make sure the so-and-so got a chance to finish his thought. Mm. So just hang on a second and let them finish their thought. Like, as a moderator, he's, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he still has, you know, what I think are silly beliefs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I've been chatting back and forth with him. I've invited him on here, and he has said yes, but probably not till after American Thanksgiving because he's okay. crazy busy. Yeah. Uh, so a few weeks away. And uh, then I said, hey, you know, I'd love to come on and have a shot at, you know, whoever about talking about something. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. And if, you know, if your kids don't ruin everything, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, get, you know, get you on there, uh, get you on there too. Double, um, te- double team against somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Two-fisted. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, but hey, in other news, in other news, the liberals won. They did. Yeah. Suck it, Sheer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're nice and I was, I was going to say, say, fuck, fuck you, Sheer. But uh, yeah, I was... Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do is say I was wrong. Because I was convinced we were going to have a conservative government. Yes. I was, and I wanted well, so much to be wrong. We, I mean, the liberals did not do well. Not really. They it's a minority lost, government. They lost a shit ton of seats, and so did NDP. I was very surprised at the number of seats that NDP lost. Would they lose like twenty? Something like that, and and Bloc Québécois just shot up. Yeah, which which is weird. And it's they didn't even have official party status before this yeah. election. What's interesting was, is that and then the PPC like fucking Bernier, yeah. Bernier lost his fucking seat. <laughs> like that's that, and that was really funny. But uh, one of the interesting things I, that I that I found was that I mean, like you're you're absolutely right. Like, the, the block kind of came out of nowhere and picked up, like, 22 seats. Now, my understanding was, or is, that those were seats that the liberals lost. Yes. Mostly picked up by well, the block. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, the, 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 the conservatives did a lot better than they did the last 
country. Yes. No, it's so they, true. They took, it's like it's like the liberals, the seats that the liberals lost went to the conservatives, and the seats that the NDP lost went to the bloc. Right. That's what it. That's what it looks like. So I think one of the interesting takeaways from that is the conservatives still aren't going to be able to rally with anybody to take down liberal policy because yeah. nobody likes the conservatives. Exactly. Right. Well, like, that's just it. I mean, liberal. They they call it a coalition coalition government because the liberals will get together with the NDP and yeah. they'll just they'll, they'll Jagmeet is not going to fucking work with Sure. No, not at all. No, I mean, I mean they're, they're Jagmeet, diametrically opposed. Exactly. Jagmeet and, and Trudeau can get along at least. Yeah. Like they can agree on things. That you know why? Because they're both reasonable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would have been, and I said before, I would have been fine uh, with with an NDP government as well. I didn't think it was going to happen just because it seemed like going into the going into the election. Well, when the election was called, they didn't have a candidate in every riding, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a ton of money, so I didn't expect an NDP government. Well, yeah, NDP. They said they they raised a lot less money than they wanted to to campaign. Yeah. They wanted the way they wanted to. Yeah, but uh, but on the plus side, and who knows? Maybe now um, the liberals will actually have to will be able to get more done which seems weird because they don't have a majority but but there'll also be a really good balance because the ndp and i think to a certain extent also the block um will keep them in check a little bit the problem is the block will just say fuck it what's in it what's in it for us Mm -hmm. um and for that i hate i hate them i hate the separatist uh uh, ideology but anyway um ho listen possibly the most important news since we've been away for almost four weeks porsche has once again won the GT Le Mans class in the IMSA uh, <laughs> World Championship. Most important. Most importantly. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> there is no substitute. Um, and, and, yet, and yet, there still isn't one in your driveway. I know. I know. Baby! Yeah. I still got to need your sugar mama to buy you a Porsche. Um, Porsche, sorry. I, yep, I'll take it. I'll happily be a kept man. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, it's uh, it's funny. Her her new job is going so well, and there's been a there's been a couple of people kind of joking around that oh you know, um, you know the her you know old places they're gonna want to come and hire her back, and and I I know from past experience that the president CEO from where she was makes a metric fuck ton of money. Oh, really? Yes. So. Well, it's it's a much larger organization. Yeah. I, I retire at that point. Just, uh, <laughs> mic drop. Bye. <laughs> and I will just, I'll be fucking house husband. Yeah. In a nanosecond. Yeah. I, uh, the fucking floors will shine. <laughs> fucking dinner will be ready every night. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I kid, but only a little bit. Um, and we also had another Halloween Go by. Mm-hmm. No demonic possessions. Oh, really? Right? The fucking gates of hell did not open up. It rained like a bitch. Motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, the kids, we were out with the kids. And we were like, there were not a lot of kids out because of the no. rain. But our, my kids were fine with it. I mean, the little one, he was just wearing, it, he, was, he was a spider. So he's yep. wearing like a hoodie with eyes on the top and, and socks on the sides to make the extra large extra legs, and the socks were filled with other socks oh, to okay. make them them puff out or whatever. But he must have been carrying an extra twenty pounds of rainwater oh, on geez. his costume. <laughs> Soggy little bastard. So at eight o'clock, you gotta take him home and ring him out. Well, around eight o'clock, he's like, "Can we go home now?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
else? Is there, is there, is there oh, yeah. Um, three years ago now was Imagine No Religion. Mm-hmm. Almost three years ago. Two and a half. was Imagine No Religion. Uh, met some great people there, and, and including one, uh, one uh, woman. I won't... I'm not going to say her name, and not because I don't... In time, uh, I will. She's working on a lot of stuff. She was over here last weekend, and we were chatting. She's putting together a podcast. The premise of it is so... Fu- I'll tell you more about it off when we're not right. talking. The premise is so fucking funny, um, and it's going to be smart, mm-hmm. and it's going to really be like a fucking like dirty, jagged, nailed poke in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> to Christianity, oh, wow. it's it's gonna be fucking super smart. Um, anyway, she was telling me about a little bit more about her religious upbringing, and the fact that uh, basically you know doesn't have a good relationship with her family and stuff like that. Again, I'll get into more detail as things get closer, and she's gonna come on the podcast, and we're gonna. Uh, I I want to really work to try to pimp uh, her out. Yeah. Wow, that sounded weird. Um, <laughs> that's right. Um, but uh, but to pimp her out, uh, to because that's how smart her, this idea of hers is. Yeah, and maybe even have like have some of her segments because they're going to be like short segments. Mm-hmm. Uh, have some of the segments on the uh, like on the podcast and stuff like that. It's gonna, like when I tell you about it, it's going to be you're, you're going to laugh a lot. All right. Um, anyway, there's a really cool thing you got to watch on Netflix called The Family. Yes, have you I heard did, about this? I have been watching it. Okay, so I watched we, the first three episodes or something. So we're only one episode in. Yeah. These are the type of people that her family are. Mm. So very, very interesting. This kind of, you know, charismatic, not, not from the speaking in tongues, although from what I understand, there were some people who did speak in tongues, uh, but n- not necessarily from the speaking in tongues, quote unquote, charismatic side of Christianity, but this, you know, kind of like leadership and, and uh, kind of, you know, like riding under the radar, mm-hmm. undercurrent well, like of crazy shit. Yeah, positioning things in the way they want them to be. Yes. Um, so you gotta. So everybody, watch that. Go on to uh, go on to Netflix, and uh, and watch that shit. It's, it's kind it's of like a a show slash documentary kind of thing because they have people who are actually part of the family. Yeah. Who are now talking about it, and you're not supposed to talk about the family. That's right. First rule of family club. <laughs> <laughs> You don't talk about family club. Uh, okay, so uh, oh, and she's also going to have a YouTube channel, mm. uh, so she's gonna have videos and stuff like that too. It's gonna be so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I said I'll share more uh, with you. We have. I had to go through. I had to filter a lot of news because so much of it was now like old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, remember a month ago when this thing out? <laughs> um, but well, I yeah. mean the 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 the. Um Political news is just taking over. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. I mean, first we had our election, um, but I mean, our election as opposed to what's going on in America is just like nothing. Like we had six weeks of campaigning here, and everybody says that's that's long and it's grueling and everything. Like that. They're already campaigning; they're more than a year out. Fucking <laughs> fucking what? Um, I think March in the beginning of March, twenty seventeen, Trump had his first fucking campaign rally. Yeah. For 2020. This is ridiculous. Oh, how long they and spend. he's such a fool. Well, he's... he's I, more than half the country wants him impeached and removed. He needs to be removed. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's going to be very interesting because and Mitch McConnell is like blocking all this stuff. Like we already know that he's yeah. sucking Trump off in the back and stuff like that. Like he won't he won't pass the bills that protect the elections and stop it stop people from meddling in them. Oh no, he's a fan of gerrymandering. Yeah, he Not wants gerrymandering. It. I'm talking about like things that would stop. Foreign countries more meddling oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. election. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's true. But he, he doesn't even let the bill hit the floor. It's not even voted on. It's oh, we're not gonna. He is like the epitome. He would be, he would be the best, the absolute best, high school dance chaperone. Because he would cock block the fuck out of everybody. Everyone would go home and have to jerk off in their tube socks. No one would get laid. Oh, anybody looking at that face would just. Well, yeah, because because he's a fucking right. turtle, <laughs> turtle, turtle. Um, yeah, they, uh, yes, you're right. You just you forced me to to think about his face for a second. It got scary. Um, so we, we got a, a metric fuck ton of shit to get to, um, and some of the stuff is is really really interesting. All right, especially I've been keeping up in the news because work's been picking up, and I've been I had like forty extra hours of overtime this this month, and it's just it's been nuts. So I haven't been keeping up on the on my news either. That's crazy. Uh, work for me is the same. <laughs> <laughs> I have no responsibility here whatsoever. <laughs> um, okay, so the the uh, the the first story, local, sto- well, local Canadian story, mm-hmm. very very interesting. Now, and it's funny because I hear, I have heard, and I continue to hear a lot. Um, we're nothing like the U.S. Why do you do? You know, why are you so you know hardcore in the things that you do? This story is one of the reasons why. Mm. So this story comes from BC Humanist. Uh, BC, British Columbia, for everyone in the south. <laughs> I have not drifted into the southern in a very long time. Well, and it's that's not just the southern. It's as soon as you cross the border. They know nothing about Canada. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, uh, fuck. You remember, of course, uh, Rick Mercer. Yes, right? of course. So for everyone who's not familiar, Rick Mercer... Uh, he had um, uh, basically a TV show called The Mercer Report. But isn't he, he's like the Canadian, what's one of the big news guys in the States or whatever. It's just like, uh, yeah, but he, uh, yeah, but he's, I mean, me. but it's, but it's farcical, right? So much, so yeah, much yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. farcical. Well, any, yeah. But Anything <laughs> you, you, you say with a Canadian accent is going to be farcical. Yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, I'm one of the ones that sticks out of my mind is he uh, He went down, he took a camera crew down into like Florida or Louisiana or something like that. And he he basically went to like government buildings and started talking about our prime minister, mm-hmm. Jean Poutine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how, you know, Canada was going to adopt uh, daylight savings time or something. Like something really, really nope, fucking we, we stupid. We were going to switch to the 24-hour <laughs> clock instead of using metric time. Oh, that okay. I couldn't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, and so and so he was saying, oh, you know, um, you know, everyone in Canada is really celebrating. You know, our Prime Minister Jean Poutine, blah blah blah, and the other thing, and people were saying, oh yeah, Jean Poutine, you know, great, really great guy. You know, we paid a lot of attention to our Canadian neighbors, and pe- of course, people were just laughing, right? Because yeah. these are politicians that don't know well, thing fucking one. He said it. It was it was George Bush Junior. Was it Junior? He said, he said, said, Jean, are you gonna, are you, do you like Jean Poutine or whatever? He goes, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, (laughs) no fucking clue. Um, Okay, so this is from uh, BC Humanist, and this is uh, the, uh, the title of the article is The Cost of Religion in Canada. 
Mm, I Canadian, didn't see that article, but Canadian I taxpayers funding the advancement of religion. So it says governments in Canada provided subsidies uh, up to uh, up to and around two point six billion dollars for the advancement of religion in twenty seventeen. Wow! According to a new analysis um, done by CFI or Center for Inquiry, uh, the government of British Columbia alone provided as much as one hundred fifty six million dollars. So now it goes, there's a lot of detail here, so I'll, um, I'll read a little bit of this stuff. So it says, the numbers come from the first part uh, of the cost of religion in Canada, a report uh, produced with the support of BC, the BC Humanist Association using data obtained by returns submitted by charities to the Canadian Revenue Agency, or CRA. It estimates the cost to taxpayers of providing tax receipts for donations to charities that quote unquote advance religion. Now, I'll stop for a second. I am a f- I'm in favor of philanthropy, mm-hmm. right? Give to charity, right? Shannon is a fundraiser. Um, I didn't know fuck all really about philanthropy in any way, shape, or form um, 16 years ago. Yeah. Right? But when I met Shannon, she kind of dragged me, but not unwillingly, but she, she brought me into the light to, to show me the, yeah, the value of, of philanthropy and what it can really do. Um, okay. So I printed out the report. The thing is you, when you, um, give money or donate money to a cause, you have to be very sure about what your money is doing. Yeah. Because there's some, there's some shady shit going on. A lot of your money could be just going to pay salaries or going to, you know, set up a new phone network and not actually going to what you think it's going to. Like recently, I put a little bit of money. Now, it's, it's nothing to some people, but I put a little bit of money into the 20 Million Trees Project. Oh, okay. So if you go to teamtrees.org, you can donate money. And the, what they're trying to do is to get the American Arbor Foundation to plant 20 million trees. They're trying to plant trees all over the world. But... It, to the tune of $20 million. So they're looking for $20 million, but every dollar will plant a tree. Right. That's the mission. So you are sure that your that the dollars you donate, each dollar is going to count for a tree. So That's very cool. Elon Musk donated a million trees. Yeah, that's awesome. He tweeted, he goes, yep, sounds legit. I'll donate a million trees. <laughs> yeah, that, that's super cool. That's super cool. But, I mean, he's somebody who's, I mean, obviously, and yes, there's a business aspect to what he does, um, but but still. Yeah. Well, he came on recently and he said, well, not recently, I don't know how recently it, it, uh, it was, but he said that, um, he goes, there's a lot of problems on Earth and people are saying, like, why are you going to shoot out to Mars and stuff like that? He goes, there's a lot of problems here on Earth that need to be tackled, and they do need to be tackled. But you also need a reason to get up in the morning. You need a reason to be excited to you know, to use technology to do exciting things, and mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. Yep, he's reaching for, sure. for the star. <clears throat> so the first number that I gave you about two point six billion dollars. Yep, that was for the single taxation year of twenty seventeen. That's ridiculous. Okay, two point six billion. This is the last five years cumulative. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm not going to want to hear this then. <sighs> nope. Okay. So uh, they're they're listed. Um, and one of the interesting things I found here is it's actually a category for out of country. So this is this is donations. Well, it's it's numbers of registered charities and reported donation amounts. Okay. Okay. And these charities are known to advance 
religious religion, whatever. Yes. Yeah, uh, Alberta, and it, it, it like and, and so right away when I read the first time, you're like, what the fuck? So <laughs> just in Alberta alone, three thousand five hundred and twenty six registered religious charities. What? Just in Alberta. In a, that's not even the biggest uh, yeah. uh, uh, province. And how many? Three thousand what? Five hundred and twenty six. Wow, 3,500 registered charities. In Alberta, religious charities. Good Lord. Totaling tax receipts issued of $1,056,000,000 and change. So, and these are just tax receipts. Like, not everybody gets a tax receipt. Exactly. If you don't get less than $20, you don't get one at all. Exactly. And some people just don't want them. Yeah. So, so that's just a, that's, So this that's, doesn't count 5 bucks in the collection plate. Yeah. This doesn't that doesn't count oh my that. Oh god. These so are let's these say are it's just, closer to 1 and a half billion dollars. Who knows? Oh oh honey. For one province. Honey, just just wait till you hear something's like number. <laughs> okay. British Columbia, 4110 registered charities. Wow. Okay. Roughly the same dollar amount. Yeah. 1 billion 56 million dollars. Uh Manitoba a paltry sixteen hundred charities <laughs> for about three hundred and thirty-five million. Wow. New Brunswick, uh, eleven hundred and twenty-six for only a hundred and forty-eight million. Well, it's New Brunswick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Newfoundland and Labrador, six hundred and sixteen. Oh, they if they could if they could have just got fifty more. <laughs> uh, for a little over a hundred hundred million dollars. Yeah, six hundred and sixty-six uh, charities yeah. would have been hilarious. Northwest Territories. Listen to this. Only 36 charities. Yeah. Only 36 charities. It's the Northwest Territories. Okay. Nobody lives there. Six million bucks. I'm surprised they have that much. Like 36 charities. None of it? It's, it's, it's just a friggin' tundra. Yeah. None of it? 13. I'm having none of it. <laughs> none of it. Still 1.1 million. Ontario. Oh, don't. Ontario. Don't. Please don't. 12,000. What? 600 registered religious charities. What? $3.3 billion. Ontarians, please. Come on. This is the liberal side. This I know. We're, what the fuck? Three, and this doesn't count. Five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. Yeah. Right? So that's pizza. Yeah. Well, it's still. <laughs> wow. Uh, Prince Edward Island, 230 for $35 million bucks. 12000 how many in Ontario again? 12,600. Yeah, so far more than all of the other combined. Uh, oh, Prince of PEI? 230 this? for 35 million bucks. 35 million for PEI? Yeah. It's the size of a potato. I know. And that's all they have. Uh, Quebec, 4,100 for $538 million. That's actually surprising. Now, Quebec's one, fucking huge. But why it's surprising is be, especially because of how, and I forget his name now because he's not relevant, but the Bloc Québécois yeah. leader talking yeah. about how, trying to push forward a secular Quebec. Mm. Right? The banning of religious headdresses. Well, they yeah. do some weird shit there. Yeah. So I was surprised to see that much. I mean, because it's still, that's, you know, over half a billion dollars. No, I was surprised that it's that high. Yeah. I mean, that it's that low. I thought it would be much higher. Yeah, I don't know. But that's the thing, is that is that Quebec does have a, a fairly large secular community. Yeah. I think they must. 
Saskatchewan, uh, 1900 for 227 million. Again, that's just, just farms out there. Yeah. Yukon, 42 for 4 million bucks. But then the other one, the, the funny one, listen to this. So the last one was a Yukon, 42 charities for 4.3 million. Out of country. Out of country. Charities. So these are, okay, so it doesn't say what, all it says is out of country. So charitable tax receipts issued to charities for the purpose of advancement of religion um, by province of headquarters in other countries. So they must have like some kind of subsidiary thing here well, I, where yeah, they do I work somewhere else. Well, it just says their headquarters are outside of Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. So I they must know. be a branch of something. They must, yeah, I don't know how they get. There's only 11 of them for five and a half million. More than fucking Yukon. <laughs> more than Yukon, more than uh, none of it. Or almost more than none of it. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was pretty funny. And it's out of country. And there's 11. And 11 of them. So that's a lot of cheese. That is a hell of a lot of cheese. And again, doesn't include the little bitlets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I was a kid, and I would go to church, my mom would give me two bucks to put in the collection plate. Right? Yeah. She'd give me a $2 bill. Um, I'd throw that in the collection plate, right? Every week. Right? And... Of course, you know, none of that was counted, right? Now, that's that's not a lot of money, right? But... You know, add it up over every, every week for five years. Uh, where I went, there were probably... They did... They did three services a day for about 200 people per service. Yeah. So there's... You, like, yeah. like, like, make it easy. Say everybody puts in ten dollars. That doesn't. That that then that's no tax receipts for that. Yeah. So you're talking about. So you said two hundred people. Yeah. So that's two hundred times two, three. That's that's two thousand times three is six thousand every week. Yeah. So six thousand every week uh, for fifty two weeks. That's thirty what thirty four thousand dollars. Yeah. A year. And that's no one. Tax and that's one little church. Yeah. That's one little church. So. Now, just look at Ontario. $3.3 billion. What kind of social programs could you put in place for $3.3 billion? Exactly. I mean, look at, look at what that would pay for. I mean... Like a lunch program for schools? Yeah. How many people would, would it get off the streets? How many people could you, could you turn clean? Oh, that's that a good money? question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There was an interesting thing. I'm curious. What... Um, it was a meme that was, was floating around social media a few days ago. Um, and it was basically, it was, you know, it was like, all churches should be turned into homeless shelters at night. Yeah. Right? No more people sleeping on the street. Exactly. Um, and I thought that that was like, well. Get people out of the cold. Yeah. And out of the extreme heat. And, uh, yeah, open your friggin' doors. Why are you closed? Yeah. Well, your look fucking at fucking, church. look at Chiclet Boy. Yeah. Joel Olstein, exactly. right? When the floods happen. Oh, well, I'm getting the fuck out. <laughs> Lock the doors. Lock the doors. I'm getting that, getting, and yeah. fuel up my helicopter. Thousands of people left on the street. Yeah. Oh, and he came up with some bullshit excuse about 
some fucking whatever it was. It was a yeah. stupid excuse. Anyway. It's a fucking mega church. You know how many thousands of people you can you can you can house in there <sighs> till they can get back on their feet. And this is this is nothing. So um, there was a similar report that came out about five years ago. So this is old information. The estimate was approximately seventy billion dollars that the U.S. government wasn't taking in in revenue from churches. Seventy billion. Yeah. What would that be? There, there's your, there's your healthcare for all, right? There. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a healthcare for many, health, right? Well, yeah, health, it would help. It would help. Healthcare for many and, uh, and uh, no tuition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would certainly help out. Um, so I thought that that was that was pretty interesting. So, okay. That's a lot of money, and then it, it, they need to start taxing churches. They really do. The, now there is an easy argument to make. And I think it's a I think it's a shit argument that you look at all the good churches do. What? Right. I'm still looking. <laughs> so I remember. Um, so you know Bowmanville, right? Uh-huh. Bowmanville, Ontario. It's a little piece of shit town about I don't know half an hour from where we are. And uh, there's a couple of churches there that do soup kitchens. Yeah. Right. They only do the soup kitchen twice a week, and it's quite literally like a bowl of something and yeah. a sandwich of something. Yeah. Right? Twice a week. Um, what about the other five days? I don't know. But you could, you know, so the part of the argument is, uh, the part of the argument I've heard other people make is, well, they couldn't afford to do that if they had to, you know, if they had to pay taxes on this. Yeah. You can make that argument, and I would, say, I would argue that you could almost make that uh, point reasonably, as long as you're not talking about the Catholic Church. Because <laughs> the Catholic Church has gazillions of dollars. Yeah. Well, a little bit less now because they've paid out so much because they've been hiding pedophiles for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got bazillions of dollars. They've got plenty. Right. Um, so, like, for a small little independent little, you know, church, you could maybe make that argument. You know, they have enough to kind of pay the bills and to pay the pay the preacher. Yeah. Right? Maybe. You probably still have more than that. But not if you're talking about the Catholic Church. Not if you're talking about fucking, you know, St. Michael's Cathedral in downtown Toronto. <laughs> See this exactly. fucking size of that place? It's insane. Yeah. It's gorgeous, but it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. They could they could fucking, they could, they could serve filet mignon. Yeah. To homeless yeah. people every fucking well, day. The churches that I've been to, um, like like St. Michael's downtown, I don't think it was St. Michael's. Uh, my cousin got married recently, but it was a beautiful church. Huge. And they had this fucking sound system in there, you know, for whenever anybody got up at the, at, at, at the, at the lectern there or whatever to give their speeches, whatever. Right. This sound system, I was checking it out. Cause it like the speakers and everything like really nice things attached to all the pillars and stuff like that. And I was yep. like, I was like that right there. It must've set them back. Like, you know, more than a hundred grand. But the problem is, is that then there's the other side of stuff. And this is maybe gl- grazing a little bit into conspiracy theory, <laughs> but you know, where they, that's some of that stuff may have even been donated or at very, that's at the very possible. least, at the very least, they probably, got people to do the installations 
for next to now. Oh, you know, parishioners or something like that, you know, come in and do the labor. There's yeah. lots of people like um, Jehovah's Witnesses. Whenever they're building a kingdom hall, they use their talent pool of people yeah. to have fucking free labor. Yeah. And they only pay for the things they absolutely have to pay for. So they're just hoarding the money otherwise? Oh, I don't know what they're doing. All, sh- all that money's going to either the Bethel, which is in Georgetown, um, or it's going to uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Right, where the headquarters for the Watchtower Bible and Tracks Society well, what, is. What, like, if they're not spending money on just regular stuff because they're pulling from their talent pool, yeah, what's the money doing? Hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> somebody getting high and somebody getting laid. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> so, but, and so, like I said, I think you can make the argument it may be in some cases, but for, for the most part, I, I would mean, much I can, rather. I can even get behind the no taxes, but there has to be rigorous vetting of what, of, of what the church who is exempt from taxes, what they're doing and how mm. much they're making and all that kind of stuff. What's your average take in every week? What do you pay in a priest? What do you need for upkeep? What do you need for keep the lights on? All that kind of stuff. Right. And what are you doing for the community? If those three things work out to you're just eking by, okay, fine. You get tax exempt status. But anybody else that's making hundreds of millions of dollars every year because of the money in the collection plate, you got to pay taxes. You got to chip in. Yeah, you got to chip. Just in. like these multi, the, these these huge corporations like Amazon and and uh, and whatever, they're getting away without paying taxes. No, that's got to stop. Yeah, what they got to pay their fair like share. Amazon did like profited last year eleven point something billion dollars. Yeah, zero taxes. But they're not paying any taxes. I mean, yeah. you you have to pay. I'm not taxes. an. Econ- I don't even know how that works. I'm not an economist. I don't pretend to know. Um, I don't know whether that has something to do with like, I don't know. I don't know why they can get away with it, but somehow it's some kind of fucking loophole that they can get away with it. Um, anyway, all I know is I don't have any of this money. <laughs> exactly. So, but and what's interesting is I think about, you know, it's like, oh, you know, if I had that kind of money, what would I do? And I can think about all the things. I mean, yes, I would have me some cars and I would have me some big house and all that other stuff. But I, I know that I would also be able to do a whole whole lot of good. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, you know, in all kinds of different ways. Anyway, okay, let's move on to the next, uh, let's move on to the next story. Hey, um, we were talking about this downstairs. Kentucky done did dumb den done dare get themselves new governor. Yep. And he ain't no publican. And thank you, Trump, for coming, for going down there and, and, uh, and, uh, trumping up your guy. Yep. Because, uh, that didn't help at all. Yep. Andy Bashir, I think I'm saying that name right. I think so, yeah. Uh, has, has unseated, uh, well, the, the so the the stories from uh, uh, the Patheos blogs, unseated uh, Kentucky's Trump loving governor Matt Bevin. Well, wasn't, he, wasn't he? The, he was, uh, or the at least Kentucky has been Republican for the past like fifty years or something. A long like that. time, yeah. Well, fucking well, Turtle Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. the is a senator from there. Yeah, um, McConnell, what the fuck his name is. Uh, yeah, it's Mitch. Trump won that state by thirty percent. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's you know turning right around, and it and I think that this this is a it's it's commentary on the way things are starting to the way things are starting to shift. Yeah, um, it's going to be very very interesting. Uh, next year is going to be so okay. Well, the thing is that the great thing is that Trump went down there 
to to say vote for this guy, um, and it totally backfired. Yeah, and now you what you're gonna see is you're gonna see start seeing senators and 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 whatever else in every state trying to distance themselves from Trump. They don't want him to come and help them out because it doesn't help them out. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I agree. They might people might start stepping back. And as soon as it looks really bad, you'll see Fox News right turn right around, and you'll see everybody stepping around, stepping back. Well, it it is going to be interesting though. There there will be some, you know, there, I'm sure there will be some of the diehards that say, you know, we're Republican forever, stuff like that. But what's going to be really interesting is as the lawmakers, right? So they had the they had the impeachment inquiry vote, right? Yeah. Right down party lines. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to to see, and this would you know, and so how does that? Well, you know. Canadian atheists talk about about uh, atheism and, and stuff like that. How does that tie into uh, a vote? Well, what's really interesting is is when you start to think, talk about bring up the subject of morality, yeah. right? Um, lots of people have said, you know, one day the U.S. will elect its first athe- atheist president. They've already done that. Mm-hmm. Trump is an atheist. He doesn't, uh, and I'm sorry. Yes, he is. No, no, really, he is. <laughs> he doesn't believe any of the bullshit. All the fucking he's doing it and all this solely to curry favor. He is pandering. Yeah, he is pandering. He is fucking lubing up his lips and he's sucking everybody off <laughs> to get that fucking vote because that's all he cares about is the popularity contest. I mean, listen, like listen to him. He proves it. They asked him what's his favorite book of the Bible. He has no idea yeah. how to answer it. Corinthians two. No, I mean, he said no. He said two Corinthians. <laughs> two Corinthians, whatever it is. Yeah. But I mean, like he he doesn't know. I've only he ever has heard. Never read a fucking book in his life, and the Bible is not even on his shelf. Yeah. I've only ever heard one other person refer to it as like two Corinthians, two Kings, stuff like that, and that's Richard Carrier, mm. um, who is a who's a historical scholar. So when I first thought, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. No, but then I looked at Trump. I'm like, no, he just fucked up. Yeah, he just does. He just he doesn't know. But so, but when you look at the whole like along party lines and stuff like that, all these things that he does, like just the stacks and stacks and stacks of unspeakable things that he's done that neither you or I would ever do. Yeah, and yet and and all of these people are getting behind him because because he's their guy, because he has the power to do the things they want to do. So it's not about morality. It's not about what's right. It's a, it, it's, it's, um, remember that, that saying, you know, it's like, oh, you know, um, you know, uh, and it may sound sexist, but it was just a line from a long time ago saying, you know, she's not looking for Mr. Right. She's looking for Mr. Right now. Yeah. Well, you know, the, 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 the Republicans are looking for Mr. Right now. He has the capacity to do like, so after eight years of Obama, yeah. they were like, Fucking, we gotta we, we gotta do fucking everything <laughs> to make sure this guy pushes through fucking everything we want. Yeah, something like a hundred and forty superior court judges. Yeah, all uh, right leaning ha- yeah. have been appointed. Two Supreme Court justices, right? Ruth Bader Ginsburg is now on like twenty four hour health watch. Yeah, you know, they have they have people walking around with machine guns. Well, she's so, the one who gets to decide whether there's a stay uh, for um, um, the. The court in New York has said that Trump has to release his tax returns. That's right. Yeah. The um, oh fuck. Well, what is it? The the lower court. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. So um, and then well, they're making the, the the argument that you can't because he's president and all this stuff. And they're saying no, no, no. We want his tax returns from before he was president. Mm. And uh, and that's 
fair game. And they're saying that if they want to, if they want to uh, uh, oppose that, and then it goes to uh, the Supreme Court, but it goes to a single judge who gets right. to just, uh, determine whether it's a stay or not. And it goes to her, yeah, to Ginsburg. <laughs> and so, and then if they still want to oppose that, then it'll be opened up to the entire the the entire Supreme Court. But if yeah. she, but if she gets it and she can say, and she can formulate like a good legal precedent saying that you need to release them, there is no reason for you not to because it's, they they said it's not it's not going to impede him at all. It's got nothing to do with him. It's coming from his lawyers. It's coming from his accounts. It will not stop him from running the country. That's the argument they're making, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got it's got nothing to do with him. He doesn't do a thing. He doesn't lift a finger. It's all coming from people that he knows. It's coming from his businesses. It's coming from his accountants. Well, right now, it's just coming from a fucking hard drive somewhere. It's all stuff that's already just... All they have to do is hit, you know, control send or whatever. Just fucking send but the email. you watch Rachel Maddow, she is doing some phenomenal investigations and stuff like yep. that. And she has come up with some pretty damning evidence that Trump was involved with a company to build a, uh, one of his properties in, um, I forget the country, but he might have been involved, but you don't know because we don't have, don't, haven't seen his tax returns, but he might have been involved with a company that is known to fund terrorist groups. Wow, that's crazy. Rachel Maddow. And that is illegal. Yeah. It sends you to jail. Yeah. There, they, they, she, she was talking about somebody who did that. They, he makes handbags. He's one of the, this handbags got two names. It's kind of like Louis Vuitton, but it's 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 two last names. Oh, okay. And one of the last names of the guy was involved with a with a with another company, like a supplier. Oh, yeah. That got its stuff from a company that was giving money to terrorist organizations. The guy who made the bag, who had nothing to do with that, went to jail because yeah. his supplier funded those people. Yeah. So you have to know what you're doing. You have to know who you're getting your shit from because it comes down and you can go to jail. And if he's involved with those people. That's that's super sweet. Rachel Maddow's crazy fucking smart. It's insane. Like she had, I think I, um, she has a PhD. She got a PhD from Oxford University. Yeah. I think it's in political science. I, I might be wrong in that, no, but, I, but I, know she has a, I know she has a PhD. There was something. a thing going around. It says like, if you want to know the facts... Then maybe you want to talk to like listen to the person who has like you know that has who has gone through school and has the smarts, yeah. or you can list all these opinion hosts on Fox yeah. who don't have shit, yeah, barely passed high school. Well, hang on, we're we're pretty sure, but I mean of all those those guys and stuff like that that just share opinions, the one person we can be pretty sure is always telling the truth is like Jim Baker, right? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, but anyway, like to get back on, to get back into what we were talking about, like all, all these party line things and stuff like that and morality. So don't tell me about, you know, it's like all of these things. It should be easy. Exactly. If, he cheated on his wife. He's known to cheat on his wife yep. while she was pregnant with a porn star and then pay money to shut her up. And then even was like, yay, yep. Trump. Well, now he's saved, right? So that was before, right? <laughs> that was before. Yeah. It's revisionist history. That was three years ago. Yeah. So... So the tables, they are a turning in Kentucky. And it's a good thing because fucking like, Kentucky doesn't have anything else going for it other than fried chicken. <laughs> and here, bourbon. Yeah. Kentucky bourbon. I don't. I'm not a bourbon guy. Oh, right. You don't no. I'm not really an anything guy because of stuff like that. Um, hey, uh, so now we got a little bit of comic relief. Oh, good. What do we do here? Your friend and mine, Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, he's uh, He's been now... <laughs> He's been he's somewhat infamous 
for his uh, for his thinking when it comes to alpha males. Mm, oh, this guy. Right? Okay. He's the guy. It's like if you're not this kind of pounding of the chest, hairy you know hairy chested, gun toting, truck driving stuff like that, then you're a beta. Right, his yeah. whole thing, and you're your beta male and stuff like that, right? But he's the one who said, "Go ahead." Right, so he <laughs> he has said now that educated women do not make good wives or mothers. <laughs> don't you go getting too much of that book learning? That's right. I mean, fuck off. Like I've I've said before, and I'll say it again. Shannon, Quit reading them long yeah. head books, books, <laughs> boy. Um. <laughs> Shannon's one of the smartest people I know. Yeah. Like, she's fucking stupid smart. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, I she, just, well, like, I, like, when we used to uh, travel together, and just, uh, like, just the, the words she uses and the way she talks, you can tell there's an impressive br- brain in that head. Yeah, yeah. She done did read a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so Mr. Peterson says... Um, a, a good Christian man is intimidated by an educated woman. Of course. Okay. Because she knows more right. than he does. So speaking and on his radio show. his ignorance and <laughs> yeah. stupidity. Uh, Peterson attacked Representative Sean Duffy after the congressman announced he would resign his position to spend more time taking care of his family. According to reports, Duffy's wife, um, Fox News contributor Rachel uh, Campos Duffy is pregnant with the couple's ninth child. Ninth, ninth. <laughs> th- th- you're throwing a hot dog down a hallway at that it, point. Well, it's a, it's a vagina, not a clown car. Exactly. Stop it. <laughs> exactly. Stop it. You're ruining it. You're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Tell the guy to get off every once in a while. Exactly. Oh, not, well, it's probably yeah. happening too much, but, you know, put a fucking condom on. Um... Now, apparently this child, like, they've already done some genetic testing, and apparently this child may require open-heart surgery, like, the minute it's born. Oh, wow. Um, but however, for, for Peterson, the decision of, of Representative Duffy to retire or to spend more time with his, his uh, large family means that Duffy is a beta <laughs> male being controlled by an over-educated woman. On his radio show, Peter uh, Peterson asked, why does she have to work? Why doesn't she stay home, be a wife, be a mother, and help raise the children? And now this guy has to step down and become this baby, uh, and, be- and become a baby, basically, because he has some issues. <laughs> I want to know what his idea of being a wife means. Yeah. And he, he goes on. He says, I guarantee you she's making him do it. <laughs> this woman is a selfish, egotistical woman, and this man is too beta to make her do the right thing. Her do the right thing. Yeah. This woman is a selfish woman. Apparently she's super selfish because he said that he said that earlier. She has nine kids and she's trying to be like a man. I want to be seen by the world as such a working woman. Women, God has given you a gift and you are to be the assistant to the man. Wow. Wow. That's the gift? Yeah. 
<laughs> You're supposed to watch over his children. Make sure things are well at home. Be there when the kids come home. Cook. Clean. Provide. Provide in that way. There is no greater job for a woman than that. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know why these men would marry these women if they have this kind of mindset. It's like being married to another man. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah Are these cavemen still exist? Clearly and This <laughs> fucker's got a radio show It's 2019 now, now, it's, now what's funny is that there is There are those Who think that Peterson Is Is just playing a character Yeah they're, 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 He very well could be If that's the case that's still dangerous. Yeah. Because the kind of people who would listen to him are too stupid to realize it's a character. And even but even if he is playing a character, there is no time when he's not playing the character. So there's no way for you to know that he is playing a character. He doesn't say this is a character. I don't actually believe this way. He never says that. Right. He just keeps saying this horrid shit. Right. No, you're 100% right. Hundo P like 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 Colbert when he did the the Colbert report he was playing a character of a super right winger right and he's not that way that was the character and you knew it was a character because of how over the top it was and how obvious it was mm-hmm. for and sure I think he even said it a couple of times but i mean and now obviously with his the, that now he's he's himself on the late night show. Right. And he's, he's super religious too. Eh? He's Catholic. He's Catholic. Yes. He's not super religious, but he is Catholic. Yes. Yeah. He's Catholic. He's super religious. <laughs> he's not super religious. He believes in God. And he, and he, and he, I don't know. If he, he, goes he, to thinks he thinks you eat blood and drink wine. It turns into the body <laughs> and blood of a dead Jew. <laughs> That's kind of crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if he takes part in the Eucharist. Uh, he's Catholic. Yeah, you don't have to. I've been to Christchurch. I didn't walk up there and get that shit. You're not Catholic. They wouldn't do it any- for you anyway. If I stood in line, sure they would. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not. I've never been Catholic. I've never been baptized Catholic or whatever. Whatever it is that you do Catholic, and I've taken the Eucharist before. So because Shannon- everybody else was, and I just got in line. I didn't know. Oh really, Shannon? So you ate flesh. Um, that little square <laughs> bread and, and, the, and I actually was I was sitting there with my sister in the pew and I took the little they have like little tiny tiny shot glasses of wine that you're supposed to drink right so I ate the bread and then I, <laughs> I took the shot of wine and then I like turned it upside down and slammed it down on the imaginary table and <laughs> like my sister was like <laughs> and she started laughing and my parents were like shut, <laughs> shut up shut up um, I've accompanied Shannon to a couple of Catholic ceremonies. Yes. A, a wedding, you know, a funeral, you know, Miriam, Miriam kind of stuff. And uh, when, w- when w- I remember one time we were at, in a Catholic church and it was announced basically for all those, and this was what was said, for all those eligible. Oh, really? Please come and take part. That's what made me say what I said because I was like, oh, I don't know if they, you know, it's like, do you have your little fucking like, is it like a, 
Is it like a key fob? You go up and you beep, and then it gives you, you know, <laughs> spits out your fucking. They might have said wine. the same thing. I don't know. I didn't even. I, I didn't even take notice. Yeah, I mean, it's been so long since I've been. Because that's why they Catholic do the whole church. like first, you know, first communion, like all these different things, right? It's like it's kind of you know the getting you into it, and then it's it's something because I think apparently, and hey, send us an email or uh, some uh, a tweet. Um, and let let me know whether I'm completely off base by this because like Shannon didn't go I I wouldn't go I'm like fuck you I'm not doing that um, have I told you this story before what whenever I go into a church I do the opposite of what everybody else does <laughs> like so or no I don't shouldn't say I do the opposite but you know how they do the whole you know they do the whole you know God be with you and also with you and all, all that yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say anything yeah. <clears throat> I will not stand yeah. when they're singing or praying. I sit. Okay. And then when they do the whole thing where you know you're supposed to shake the hands of the people around you, yeah. I stand there with my arms folded. <laughs> I won't do it. Fuck you. And it's funny because Shannon and I have had discussions about it. You know, like, all you're doing is wishing people well. I'm like, they ain't fucking wish people well. This is just, they're, they're, no. They're just, they're just attempting to placate the masses. It has nothing to do with the desire to wish other people well. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about that. Um, but no, I, w- I won't take an active part in any of the dogma, Yeah, any of it. And, uh, I've seen like, it's like, there's been a couple of times where it's like, Shan's like a little shift in your seat. It's like, ah, fuck, I wish you just, and, and I, and I know not because I've asked her, but I get the impression that she wishes that I would just kind of, well, I think there's a part of her that wishes I would just kind of go along to get along. Yeah. But I know that she wouldn't ask me because she respects me enough that, you know, cause if, if it was the, if she ever said something like, you know, if you're going to go, you have to do it. Be like, well, I'll see you when you get home. Yeah. Like I just, I wouldn't go. Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Well, I can't say you know. I've got the same conviction as you do. Cause I've, I've, I've got, I've, I've gone along to get along kind of thing. I like, I, I, I stand when everybody else is stand. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't, I don't sing the hymns or whatever. Cause I don't even know the fucking tune. And, uh, but yeah, like, I, and also with you and shake hands and do whatever. Yeah. I won't do it. Fuck those but guys. it's been so long since I've been to a Catholic service. I mean, Meredith's Catholic, and we used to go to you know communions or whatever, yeah, uh, uh, christenings and stuff like that. But uh, everybody's old enough now where that stuff doesn't happen, <laughs> or they <laughs> have decided not to. I had an interesting conversation with Gerard, right, mm-hmm. my father-in-law, and uh, he was he was talking was when his granddaughter was going for first communion or something like that. And uh, I was deliberately like, okay, I'm going to fucking poke the bear. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I said, you know, I said, what, uh, what political party is she signing up for today? <laughs> and I go, what the fuck? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, it's because she know, you know, she's five, right? Yeah. She knows as much about her political standing as she does her religious standing. Yeah. Like, she's the child of Catholic parents. She's not Catholic herself. You know, her parents may belong to the liberal or NDB or whatever else party, but... Yeah. So why not fucking sign her up for that at the same time? Registered. And he kind of rolled his eyes a little bit. (laughs) But we had to talk about it much later. And it's just, you know, it's like if you want to... uh, And Christopher Hitchens talks about this a lot when it it comes to um, male male genital mutilation, Mm -hmm. right? He's like, he said, if you are an adult male and you want to get circumcised... Have at it. I'm twitchy just thinking about it. Yeah. Right? He's like, nah. Yeah. Sharp things, no, no. <laughs> um, but he's like, if you want to do that as a male, as a grown man, 
have at it. Yeah. But to do it to an unwilling participant, a child yeah. who doesn't know any better, it's 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 barbaric. It's abusive. It should never happen. Exactly. Um, well, everybody. I mean, female circumcision people. People, you know, uh, step back in horror. Yeah. But male circumcision? Ah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because, uh, like, I'll admit, when when my ex was uh, was pregnant with my daughter, um, I at that point I was thinking to myself, okay, well, so if we if we have a boy, uh, you know, I'm circumcised, so I want the boy to be circumcised so that when you know I'm teaching him you know stuff, he d- he doesn't look at me and say, you know, why do you look different, daddy? Right. Looking back on that, I'm like, fuck, like. I love my daughter, and I'm glad now. Yeah. Another reason I'm glad I didn't have a son. Yeah. Because I would have, I would have had that done for no reason. Yeah. For or not for no reason, for the stupid reason that was inside my head. Well, I'm glad that in Canada now, if you want your child circumcised, your 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 son circumcised, you have to specifically request it. They don't just assume anymore, and you have to pay for it. Oh really? Because before it was just assumed that you would, and they didn't charge. Was it cost? It's a hundred bucks. Oh really? Something like that, hundred something dollars. I do it for fifty. And you have to if you do, if you say nothing. <laughs> you missed that. <laughs> if, you say, if, <laughs> if you say nothing, they don't do it. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. And in Europe, it's not a thing. It's right. Just, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. people aren't circumcised in Europe. It's just it's just not done there. But here, for some reason, the Jewish tradition of cutting off male foreskin just became a thing. Right. I don't know why. Yeah. And there's been uh, handfuls. I'm not going to get it. Yeah. There's been handfuls now of Jewish, of young Jewish boys who've died. Yep. uh, From, from like things like herpes and stuff like that because the moils have fucking herpes and they, they bite the tip of the penis at all. They go, they work with the the knife or whatever, but the last little bit they bite off and spit out. Yeah. And they've got a cold sore, and then the kid dies of herpes. Yeah, fucking bar, fucking bar. That they should be locked up. Yeah, that that should be like it's fucking murder. child rape. Well, yeah, not only that, but like the act itself should be fucking child rape. Yeah, unbelievable. Hey, let's talk about something a little uh, less controversial. A Florida school district invited a Christian ministry to proselytize to the kids. <laughs> Just. Stop, stay home. Can you say captive audience? Yeah. Okay, so there's a, there's a there's a lot of problems with this. Um. First off, we send our kids to school to learn, not to be indoctrinated. Was it a public school? It's a public. It school. It was a public school. Yeah. Yeah, it's a public school. Um, the Nassau County School District in Florida held an assembly. This um. Uh, at hang on. Fernandia High School, urging students to make wise decisions. High school? Yeah. The program was put on by Christian Ministry Future Now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's why parents complained. And now the Freedom from uh, the FUFRF, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, and the ACLU uh, are getting involved. FUFRF. The the Freedom from Religion Foundation uh, is getting involved. And I I love the FFRF. Because basically they have a very small staff, mostly lawyers, and all they do is sue people all the time. Yeah. They just go and fucking sue everybody. Basically, if you're doing something that that brings religion into the public sphere, they yeah. fucking sue you. Yeah. 
it's great. Well, separation of church and state, right? <clears throat> well, what's funny is if it's is that publicly funded, you cannot force your religion on them. Well, you can, and it's and the whole you know oh fuck my mic there. Um, oh, you're taking God out of school. Fuck, you're not taking fucking God out of school. You can still fucking pray as much as you want. Yep. No one can hold a gun to your head and say don't pray. Even if somebody held a gun to your head and said don't pray, you can still be praying as they're holding a gun to your head. Yep, it's like doing kegels. Nobody knows exactly. Exactly. They're not stopping like like in in public schools. You can still you could like you can pray at Muslims your desk. Can go and yep. face Mecca and pray five times a day as much as they want. Yep. Nobody's stopping it. You They're can pray at your desk. Out of schools. We're just not forcing it down their throats. And it can't be led by um, um, a staff member. Yeah, and member it can't. Let, no staff member can say this is the proper religion. Yeah, yeah. Freedom Absolutely. of religion. That's one of the things in the Constitution, isn't it? Well, well, they say that. Um, well, yeah, the, the no government should blah 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 constitution. But the uh, what is it? One of the lines I forget who said it. But it's basically freedom of religion. You you can't have freedom of religion unless you have freedom from religion. Well, freedom of religion also means not having one at all. Yeah, that's my choice. I don't want your bullshit. <laughs> um, more than 200, 200 students attended this. And I'm sure it was totally like free. Like you didn't have to go. I'm sure it wasn't mandatory. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> sure it wasn't mandatory. Um, so that's bullshit. But now they're getting sued by FFRF, so that's good. Yep. Um, staying in the vein of teaching, a, a teacher at a Texas high school said he was targeted because he came out as gay to his students. Okay. The school's denying it. They fired him. What? Of course. Of course. They fired him. Yeah, because he was going to give the kids the gay. Oh, right. Yeah. Because it's contagious. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, here's your homework and here's my penis. <laughs> I mean, of course. Look, what else would he do? I took your, 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 your paper home to uh, grade it and I got the gay all over it. Exactly. Don't mind that it's sticky, but it's okay. (laughs) It's such bullshit. But, um, yeah, the school's totally... It's all it's not because he... No, it's not because of that. Then what is the reason? Well, uh, that is the reason. But, yeah, so this story's from Pink News. No, they have to have a valid reason for firing him if it's not because he's gay. Yep. So, uh, Dr. Josh Hamilton taught professional communications um, and college readiness at the Grapevine High School for three years. He also coached a competitive uh, speech team. <clears throat> Pardon me. Competitive speech? Yeah, like, you know, public speaking? Yeah. Speech arts. Did you do speeches when you were in public school? Yeah. But weren't you in Africa then? <laughs> <laughs> Even so, what would be the difference? <laughs> they do it there too. Okay. Um, so. But I didn't realize, oh, it, like, it's... Okay, never mind. Speech I guess it's like, but I just, yeah. Well, it's like it. I, I guess it would be equivalent to like debate team, right? Only public speaking. Yeah. No, I mean we did speeches in the school and, and basically didn't compete because the best ones would go to to to, and you know all the classes would compete against each other to see who's got the best speech. Yeah. I sucked at that. I when I was in school, I sucked at it entirely. Now I would have no problem with it. Yeah, I have no problem talking in front of a group of people. I did. I, I uh, 
when I was working for a software company, I, I taught the the software to the people. So I stood up in front of a class and got every, told everybody, you know, what to do and stuff like that. I have no problem talking to pe- to a group of people now. Yeah. I couldn't do it in school. In school, horrible, blah, 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 horrible. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, even when I was a, when I was when I was a kid living at home, that kid, like, you know, teenager, or whatever, I never wanted to like pick up the phone and talk to somebody, like, like call somebody to find out some information or something like that. Even that, I was like, I was afraid that I would like really mess up or something like that. Then when yeah. I started working and I was on the phones for my job when I did tech support, <clears throat> I very quickly came to realize that people are people. Yep. It's just, they're not going to think you're an idiot because you ask too many questions or whatever. It's like, you're not going to think they're an idiot if they're asking questions. Unless you ask people, stupid questions. People are people. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes, people say there's no stupid questions. There are there's lots questions. of stupid questions. <laughs> there's but I mean, plenty of stupid questions. But people questions. are people, and, and, and you, just, you, you just be yourself and you're fine. Yep. Life but lessons it takes, from... Yeah. Life lessons from Dean. It be yourself while, and you'll be fine. It takes a while to figure that out, though. Yep. Yep. So this guy got so the teacher got fired. Of course, he's suing there. Like it's a, and of course it's Texas, right? Yeah, it's a, of course. Um, so ugh, unbelievable. I had a call when I was in speaking of my days in tech support. I had a call from somebody in Texas who assumed that up in Canada we live in igloos. Right. Eat well. He, he asked like when was the last time I saw a polar bear? Fuck. Because God. he thinks they're just walking across the street. Ugh. <laughs> so the the Grapevine Colleyville Independent School District Board of Directors placed Hamilton on administrative leave and then fired him after that. Because Texas. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, yeah, you're obviously gonna get fucking yeah, you're gonna get gay. Um You've got a gay. Yeah. So I ran across this, what I was telling you about before. Um, I recently came across, this is, this is not news, but I wanted to share it, uh, wanted to share it with everybody. I recently came, came across a gentleman named Damien uh, Murray Athope. Okay. He is an unbelievably prolific YouTuber. So look it up. It's Damien... Uh, D-A-M-I-E-N and his last name is it looks like At Hope but it's pronounced Athope apparently A-T H-O-P-E and he has he calls himself an axiological atheist I'm still learning about what he means by this stuff but he has this very very um, well thought out uh, kind of system that he goes by. And I've tried to, I've, I've, I've looked at it a few times now and I think it's really worthwhile. I encourage everybody to go look at him on YouTube and he's got, he's got a bunch of blogs. Like one of his blogs has something like 50,000 subscribers. And, uh, and, and the quote goes like this. We can talk about it a little bit afterwards. He says, I value good belief etiquette. Okay which is reasoned belief acquisitions, good belief maintenance, and honest belief relinquishment. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he calls that again his belief etiquette, which I think is interesting. This would be the only type of etiquette I would ever practice. Yes. You know, I eat with my hands, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, so but let's talk about this for a second. So reasoned belief acquisitions, right? Like 
um, we've talked, you hear people say all the time, especially uh, believers, right? Like, you know, why can't I believe what I want to believe and all this other bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, but what he says here, so to, to pull this apart, he says, you know, reason, belief, acquisition. So you know, believe whatever, and I've said this before, um, you know, I think you should, I think people should believe what they want to believe, but, but they should have good reasons reason. yes. for it, right? So reason, belief, acquisition. Now, people say, I believe in evolution. Right. That's not something, you can't really believe in something that's fact. Well, you don't believe in something if it's if it's a factual, like, you don't say I believe in stars. Yeah, no, it, you know, it, right? it's interesting. It's interesting because now we're... I don't we're, believe we're, that it rains. Yeah. It just, it is. Yeah. We're starting to, like, almost drift into epistemology, right? Yeah. My brain has, I've, I've been reading a lot more philosophy lately, and I blame Steve McRae for that. Um, but yeah, check him out. Uh, great debate community, Steve McRae. Um, he does a lot of, a lot of great shit and he should be getting the non sequitur channel back very soon. He won his court case. Um, but I, but I still, I still blame Steve for it. So <laughs> drifting more into like epistemology, um, where he'll say, you know, like, cause he, he holds again, like we talked about before, the atheism is a belief, you know, it, you know, is, is the belief that gods don't exist. So it is still a belief, but it's a reasoned belief, right? So, you know, like, you know, I believe. So to say I believe in evolution, it's is the same as saying, you know, I, you know, I accept evolutionary theory. Yeah. You know, I accept and believe, you know, I believe in, you know, this, it's kind of the same thing, just using different that, words, that's right? That's a better way to say it. It's like, but like my wife always says, words have power. You have to... I, I accept evolution evolutionary theory is a much better way better thing to say than I believe in evolution. Yeah, and because I would always right be very careful you say to say believe, that too. Yeah, then it becomes it's up in the air. Yeah, because it's up to yeah. whoever to believe it or not believe it. Because then the faithful will draw a false equivalency. Yes. Oh, I just believe it. See, we just believe different things. Yeah. Which is fucking bullshit. <laughs> um, but but that's what the faithful will say, right? Yeah. And they have to do that fucking cunts like Cameron Bertuzzi from Capturing Christianity. That fuckhead, um, his, his tagline is, by the way, Christianity is true. Go fuck your hat, Cameron. Um, and I say that lovingly because I'd still love to have a conversation with you, but you're a troll, essentially, on Twitter. Um, you know, he puts things out there, and he, and he, likes, he, he does it, Ken Hovind does it, Matt Slick does it, where they need to draw an equivalency. Yeah. Right. They need, and uh, Aaron has talked about this a bunch of times, where they need to project their beliefs yeah. onto you because their argument is so fucking weak. Yeah. So they'll say, well, you know, I'm you have, fan. you have faith just like I have. You just have faith in science. Yeah. It's a, so no, you're, you're <laughs> misapplying the word faith and you're, you're conflating it with trust. Yeah. Right, I trust the scientific method. Why do I trust the scientific method? Because, because it, it has fucking works. Because <laughs> it has it, it's a self it's a self correcting methodology. Yeah, and it has proven itself time and time and time yeah. and time and time again for fucking centuries. Um, so you can say I, I have faith in my wife. Well, that's just faith is the same thing. No, it's it, it's like it's trust, right? Yeah. Um, and yet I remember hearing Matt Slick once when he was having a debate with somebody talking about the definition of faith. And he tried to, he tried a cool little switch, right? He said, faith is a profound trust. No, 
Faith is not trust. Yeah. Faith is faith is believing. Even the Bible says. Um, believing without question. <coughs> pardon me. Like that. So after after in uh, I forget which book I forget which gospel it was now, but when doubting Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. When Jesus was like, oh, Thomas is like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. He's like, you know, put your hand in my side, you know, f- see my hands, you know, touch me, see me, now believe. The very next thing he says, and Aaron talks about this in one of the debates that he does, is you have seen and you've believed, but blessed are those who have believed and not seen. Yes. That's what faith is. Yes. And, but, but it's, it's that bait and switch and it's that false equivalency that they try to, try to bring into it to try to make it seem like the same thing. And even though, you know, reasonably Jesus came down and said, feel my side, look at my hands and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can prove it to me. I'll believe. Yeah. I'll prove it. But, but then, but then you wouldn't be, then you wouldn't have faith. You'd have knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Which is, uh, which is again, a different thing. Again, it's not, it's, it's, it's not believe. It's, 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 um, but you could say, you could say, I, so if you tell me something, right. So, uh, I have a dog, right. Even though you don't, but you know, I, I have a dog, I have a hamster, I have a, you know, I have two kids. I have a fish. Right. (laughs) Well, okay. I've seen you kids. Okay. I, I believe, I believe what you said. Yeah. Right. Because I've, you know, now I have a, I, but you say to me, I have a pink unicorn lives in my basement. Well, I'm going to need some, I'm going to need a little bit more there, friend. Uh, you know, but well, the thing is, like, if somebody says I have two kids, you, even though you've never seen their kids, you know that kids exist, exactly, and you know that people have kids, yeah. So it's not that big of a leap. It's a mundane. If somebody has, says they have a pink unicorn. First of all, I've never seen a pink horse-like animal ever, and I know that unicorns don't exist. So I'm gonna need some more. Unicorns are in the Bible. <laughs> no, they're not. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes, they are. Horned horned horses. It's in the Bible. Horned horses. Yep. It's not a unicorn. It's a uh, goat. Mm, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Fucking shitty looking horse, man. <laughs> um, okay, so the next thing. So um, so reason, belief, acquisitions. Okay, believing things for good reasons. Good belief maintenance, right? Because you can believe something, and then you can be... Um, but uh, who is it that said? I think it was Bertrand Russell said, every once in a while we should hang a question mark on our most closely held beliefs. Yes. To make sure whether or not it's still reasonable. Yeah. Should you know? Should I still? Should I still believe Earth is flat? Yeah. You, every once in a while, you go back and and check your beliefs. Yeah, check on yourself. Let's check. This is. I believe this. Should I? Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem. And with especially that. the ones that shape your worldview. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> Pardon me. Well, I'm getting long and we haven't done this in a while, so my throat's getting sore. And the last one is. Honest belief relinquishment, which is which I think is perhaps the most important one, you could argue, but um, so I I, I believe this thing. Um, Kent Hoven should be really really good at this one. It evolution has been demonstrated yeah. to him. He should relinquish his belief in time a young and earth time again. and creation. And it would be, I, I would look at him and call him an honorable man if he said, you know what, I was fucking wrong. I would instantly. It has been explained to him. 
in so many different ways by so many different people. Yeah, that's and why I think refuse, he's dishonest. It just goes in one ear and out the other. He no. refuses yeah. to, to to hear it. No, I think he's dishonest. I think he knows he's lying. Yeah. I'm convinced. Hovind he's one of those guys lying. who just who 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 knows that he's what uh, that he's that he he's he, he's a charlatan. Yep, for sure. Yep, yep. Doctor. He's doing it on purpose. Doctor charlatan. Doctor. <laughs> Patriot University. Do do a Google image search of Patriot University. It's a couple of double wides taped together <laughs> in the middle of the fucking desert. I fucking shit you not. Um, anyway, so this is Damien uh, Murray uh, Athope. So check him out on YouTube. I, I've invited him on the podcast. Um, and we may be able to do a little bit of a collaboration together. Oh, my God. That's not a, that's not a university. Yes, it is. <laughs> so Dean just looked it up. It's a couple of fucking double wides. With a fucking flagpole in front of it. It's not, well, it's, it's not a couple, it's the size of a fucking couple double wides, but it's like an actual, it looks like a portable. Yeah. With a fucking flagpole. That's, that is where Kent Hovind got they have his. A, they have like a shot from like, like an aerial shot, like a, yeah. like, a like a Google satellite shot. And it's just a fucking roof. There's dirt around it. Yeah. It doesn't even have like a, like a parking lot with lines. That is where Kent Hovind received his PhD. They, how can that's, you, can't, you can't allow a place like that to give out PH fucking D's? A PhD has a certain level of uh, status attached. Oh no, to it. It, it, it no, it should. It, sh- it should. You can't just say here. This is a building. Here you go. You can give out PhDs too. Yeah. No. <laughs> Graduate degree studies. Yeah. So seriously, do a do a Google image search, everybody. Um, check it out; it's really funny. Hey, um, this is uh, is this our last um, story? Oh no, we'll end on well. Okay, we'll do that. That'll be our last story. We'll end on a funny note. But this one here. Uh, oh no, it's closed right now. It's closed right now. Yeah. So this is from uh, this is from uh, the journal Nature. Um, good one. Good one. Yeah. The ancestral home of all human beings has been discovered by scientists. Yes. In Africa. Mm -hmm. So scientists have pinpointed a fertile river valley in northern Botswana as the ancestral home of all human beings. The earliest anatomically modern human beings, Homo sapiens, arose approximately 200,000 years ago in a vast wetland south south of the Zambezi River um, which was the cradle of all, and they use, they use the wrong word here. I, I wish they would have changed it. Mankind, a new study has revealed. That's what they call it, the motherland. Yeah. Uh, this lush, lush region, which also covered parts of Namibia and Zimbabwe, was home to an enormous lake which, which sustained our ancestors for nearly 70,000 years. Uh, according to this paper published uh, in the journal Nature, um, between 110 and 130,000 years ago, the climate started to change and fertile corridors opened up to this valley. For the first time, the population began to disperse, paving the way for modern humans to migrate out of Africa and ultimately across the world. The lead researcher, yeah. a fucking kick-ass smart woman, uh, lead researcher, so professor. She, she wouldn't make a good wife or mother. Beta. <laughs> um, l- uh, lead research professor Vanessa Hayes 
a geneticist at the Garvin Institute for Medical Research in Australia said, it has been clear for some time that anatomically modern humans appeared in Africa roughly 200,000 years ago. Very good. All right. I got to lock that away in my memory bank. Yeah. 200,000 years ago, modern humans. Modern homo sapien. Yeah. So, yeah. It, that's a huge stretch, right? Because, so Lucy is like between 3.5 and 3.2 million. Yeah. I think. I think, yeah, if, yeah. I think I'm think i close like that, to yeah. that, right? So Australopithecus afarensis, 3.5 to 3.2 million. Still in that same, like, I mean, that's still the cradle, right? Like Africa is, quote unquote, you said it, the motherland, right? Yeah. Like that is where it, it all started, where we all got together. Exactly. I want to know how, like, we diverged from Africa into the different parts of the world. So it's obvious how people got Hang on. to... Well, the Ark, right? <laughs> no, it's obvious how people <laughs> got to Europe and China and Russia and blah, 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 blah. That's all. They're all, it's all connected. Right. How did people get to Australia, Hawaii, things like that? I mean, they could have walked, people could have walked right across the northern... Uh, the, oh, the, the, the North Strait, the yeah. North Pole, yeah. to get to North America, and then trickle down through North America all the way down to South America. But how did they get out to fucking Hawaii? How did they get out to Australia? Like these must have been intrepid <laughs> voyagers, latching together boats made out of you know, yeah, I don't know, pushed man. down by wind, right, and then spent weeks, months in the harsh ocean till they hit land. I don't know. I mean, there is the there's the issue, and, and I don't know enough about this stuff to talk super intelligently about it. But there's the whole thing about genetic, you know, genetic continental drift, and stuff like that. Continental drift. Yeah, I mean, like, so the whole the whole thought of the fact that you know that what, there was once Pangea. one, yeah, one but large not, uh, that was that was that was that was billions before, of years ago. That was before dinosaurs. Pangea. I, I mean, don't know. You cannot say that 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 humans evolved independently on those islands. No, I don't think it's reasonable to say that, but I'm not... They, sm- they yeah. went there. They they voyaged there somehow. But how the fuck did they get out there? Especially Hawaii. It's the speck of an island in the middle of the Pacific. You know what? This is not that big a deal. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because if Jews could come from... Um, could travel by boat <laughs> to North America in 600 BC, like the Mormons say... <laughs> <laughs> then it can't be that big a deal for them to. That's where the that's where the uh, the indigenous population came from, right? All of what? the no, yeah, <laughs> fucking read the Pearl of Great Price. Um, all of the I believe it's in that one. I'm not sure if it's in the book. Yeah, I'm thinking it's in the Pearl of Great Price. That basically the indigenous North American native population are descendants of ancient Jews. Oh, really? That's right. <laughs> You can talk to them, but they get very verklempt over it. Uh, I know, of course, it's all fucking bullshit. But it's, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I've never known Jews to have that much color in their skin. But anyway. Yeah, well, you I know. Mean, it's because they're still, evil. I mean, it, it, it boggles my mind that people travel to Hawaii and Australia and things like that. And, and, and I mean, if you look at the Aboriginal, uh, especially in Australia, if you look at the Aborigines in Australia... They're not that incredibly techno- dark skinned. Yeah. They're not that technologically advanced. No. So how did they fucking build a boat that made it there? Okay, so if you think about going across like China, Japan, 
New Zealand. Like, those wouldn't be massive treks, right? I mean, that wouldn't be the same as going to Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii is the, 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 the one that really sticks out in my head. Right. Because there's, there's nothing on the way there. Like, Australia, there's little islands you can kind of, yeah. like, you know, go island to island to island before you hit a big landmass. Hawaii, there's nothing. Nope. Maybe they surfed. <laughs> and to get from California to Hawaii, or get from Japan to Hawaii, it's, there's no fucking There's way. nothing but Guam in the middle. There's no fucking way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so let's um, let's end on a, on a silly, happy note. Um, we were talking before about, uh, about Halloween um, and how the fact that there was no, uh, there was no crazy um, demonic possession. But, but there, is, there is concern, Dean. Especially, yeah, Texas City Council member, member, uh, <laughs> there's a guy named Tim Kelly, okay, he is a, he's a city council member, and he has proclaimed, he went all over social media, mm-hmm. okay, his prayers help to keep witches and Satanists out of a local park. Oh, Good. Over Halloween. I'm yeah. glad he prayed then. Yeah. So this is from the, uh, <laughs> the Patheos blogs. Um, so, you know, it's like uh, Tim Kelly said. Um, How did he determine this? <laughs> he didn't. It's fucking made up. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's like fucking voices in his head. Um, not only watch over, so this is like a, it's a part of a prayer. Not only watch over Cedar Park during the day, but watch over the wee hours of the morning. My prayers and intercession against the witches and Satan worshipers begins at 3 a.m. on this full moon on Friday the 13th. The power <laughs> that is in the shed blood of Jesus the Christ trumps your soul-stealing sorcery. What you ask against others will be directed back at you in Jesus' name. What do I have to do to keep him out of the park? <laughs> Um, I don't know, but you know, so you know, it's really funny is that there are, so this was shared 41 times. Okay. This tweet. Uh, and it was so, and then there's 165 comments. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through each one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, so you know how you see the different icons, like, you know, the thumbs up versus the laughing yeah, yeah, face yeah. and stuff like that. Apparently the first one you see is the one that's most prevalent. Okay. And it's the laughing face. <laughs> because it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, if you... You can't... <laughs> no, you can't. I'm gonna, just going to say it. You can't be a grown-up and believe that shit. No. Like, you you have to sit at the kids' table. <laughs> to, well, I, to, I mean, why, why do you believe that and not in Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? I mean... Because that's silly. It's the same fucking deal. Yeah, because that's silly. And you can sit at the kids' table with the other kids that believe that. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, uh, thanks, Tim, for, uh, <laughs> for keeping the witches. Um, you know, but you know what's dangerous is this is only one step removed, right, from that Bible verse, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Yeah. Right? This is just yeah. one fucking step removed. I bet you if this, I bet I mean, you if this, fucking, this fucking twit had his way, he'd be fucking burning witches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, Jesus. They all want to take us back to those days. I mean, look at the progress that we made, and they just want to throw it away. Yeah. I think when people say like that, people say the good old days. 
they are definitely using rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Well, make America great again. That whole fucking thing. Like, what? Yeah. What? When was it great? What, what? What do you want? What? When do you? What time do you want to take us back to? Right. When black people couldn't vote? When women couldn't vote? Yes, that's when what was, they would say. When was it great? Yep. But that's what they asked. They actually asked Trump supporters, like, when was it great? When do you want to, at what what year? Yeah. Right? And uh, they can't answer, right? Because this is like like back when black people couldn't vote. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly when was it great? Yeah, like, exactly. What do you, you want to go back to? <clears throat> Pardon me, exactly. Holy shit, brother. Well, that's an, that's an hour and 32 minutes. Cool. Just like that. Just like that. We're right back at it. <laughs> like, we never stepped away. And we uh, never did. We just had difficulty getting together. Yeah. We can't let this... We can't be another... Four. This we're, We'll never make 100. <laughs> yeah. We'll never make 100. So we have, to, we have to make sure that we do this again next week. We have to uh, get the, boom, next boom, boom. Sec, ugh, the next six episodes in. That's right. Properly. Before New Year's. Before New Year's. Is that how possible? Many, how many weeks do we have left? That's doable. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, okay, but I think that's enough trouble for us to get into. What, do, is there anything else we missed? We missed anything else? We missed so. lots of stuff, but that's why we do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except for when there's a month in between episodes. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, former Muslim couple soon. Yeah. Damien, hopefully. Well, we had so many guests, right? So Well, that's true. We had like three and three, three and four. Keep four? you guys happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, I guess we should say thanks, everybody. Yes, thank you. For uh, for tuning in, continuing listening to my foul mouth and my reasonable friend. Um, but uh, I think that's enough trouble for us to get into for this week. But we will be back at you. We promise. <laughs> very, very soon. Hey, don't promise. Don't make promises you can't keep, brother. Um, <laughs> okay, unless unless Dean's kids ruin everything, <laughs> be back. Stop blaming you. this on my kids. <laughs> we'll be back at you soon with another episode. But until that time, I'm gonna say that time. Sitting next week. Mm-hmm. Until that time, <laughs> I've been Michael. I've been Dean, and we shall see you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. This has been the CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.